today on Bell and the Birdman. The biggest names in football reporting have put Russell Wilson on the Eagles. Also, if that doesn't fire you up enough, John will at the end of this show. And some history bigger than the game. It's all coming up on Bell and the Birdman. But first, Taylor, hit the music! Hello, everybody. It is Bell and the Birdman. I am John Barchard. That across from me is Vince Quinn. And this is a cold can. (laughs) Wait, John. Oh, there's two. I'm actually going to go and crack two. There's double barrel. It's a special day, John. It is a special day. Uh, That is liquid death. It is a 16.9 ounce beautiful can of... uh, mountain water from the opposite we will man he is double fisting right now just one out of the other he's doing the liquid death curls because ladies and gentlemen i'm gonna crack two yeah it's a celebration tonight honestly um vince almost took his shirt off that's how important this podcast Uh, is yeah i did i actually got hot for the first time in forever and of course it happens in the fall um what do you know but no i'd like i am so hyped up about this because if if you did not see this news Oh, holy shit. Yeah, let's start with Mort and Schefter. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Russell Wilson, we think, again, that that drama, that storyline's been tabled to this offseason. And as you alluded to, the Eagles could have three top 20 picks. Right now, I think they're scheduled to have three in the top 10. I don't think the Colts will be there at the end of the year, but they could have three top 20 first-round picks. Nobody would have more ammunition to go get a quarterback than the Philadelphia Eagles Jalen Hurts, to date, I don't think has convinced him that he's the guy, right? So, Russell Wilson and Philly, can you see that more? Well, yes, I can. I damn near spit out my coffee when I heard it. Too, it was amazing. Was it was like, a- what? I immediately went from like zero to five thousand. Like I literally was like shaking with joy. It was it was insane. I've, I haven't felt. I think I felt a female orgasm for the first time. Like I experienced one. I had one. A full body. My, okay. Yeah. I'd I'd watched a documentary like two days before. They were like, it's like floating in water. Your whole body just feels like you're floating in water. I was like, wow, that's what this feels like. Is that like. correct? Yeah. Two one five five zero nine fifty eight thirty three. Floating in floating in water. Yes. Okay. A, a Netflix documentary taught me that. And after watching Russell Wilson. I can confirm it. It's true. It's it's a hundred percent true. Really, what you're saying is not. It's not only Russell Wilson Day. It's really Vince Quinn Day. Congratulations. But, yes, but I'm proud of you. We're talking about Mortensen and Schefter saying that they can actually like for us to say this and for me to make the case a couple of weeks ago with connecting dots and all that. We've been pretty good with that recently, by the way. Yes. Look at OBJ. Just don't look at our season predictions. Yeah, the season <laughs> prediction. We, you know, it's all Sirianni's fault. I blame him. But big but, picture stuff. Yes, I got a, I got a hat tip to Vince Quinn there. He's been pretty on the ball. So you look at all of this and you go, these are the biggest secret dealers in the NFL and they're saying that they can actually see Russell Wilson being a Philadelphia Eagle. And I want to point out that the one specific thing that Morton mentioned was obviously Sierra and, you know, trying to... Is that how you say her name, by the yeah, way? Yeah, I believe so. I, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm so will make a, I will make a vow right now that I'm going to get very familiar with her musical catalog. Yes. I'm going to learn every song that she's Whatever ever written, need. or at least some of the hits. But, uh, but yeah. Mortensen almost suggested, he didn't actually say this, but suggested if you can... It's close to the New York market, and in my head goes, all right, so you buy Russell Wilson a penthouse in New York... Uh, and our our good friend 
Oh, Brian McKeon from WFAN, CBS Sports Radio, and also does a, a fantastic podcast out here of uh, Last Out Media Studios. Uh, New York Groove. It is It is awesome. Uh, go check it out even if you're not a Philadelphia fan. Just casually is like, well, yeah, because then he can go play spring training for the Yankees. And I'm like, oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So the so Morton basically, Mortensen saying, just go buy him a penthouse so he can be a little closer that makes his wife happy, the musical career happy, and okay, the Philadelphia Eagles really do have a shot at Russell Wilson, and why isn't everybody freaking out? I don't How know. is this not the lead story of like the Eagles have an opportunity to land Russell Wilson, not the name be in the paper next to Russell Wilson's name, like a legitimate, he's probably on the list. He is on the or, list. I'm sorry, the, he's on the, he's, the Philadelphia Eagles are on his list. I'm sorry, that's, that's what I'm that's, trying to say. That's the biggest thing here, right? <laughs> because these guys are not talking about it if they're not in the conversation. If he's not going to come here, they're not talking about it. They brought it up. They both agreed. It's not Morton's ago. And you know, I think this is going to happen. Schefter's like, man, listen, there's no fucking way. Like, you went know on I mean? for fucking two minutes and 30 seconds about it. I know. It was the greatest two minutes and 30 seconds ever. I was I was freaking out. I was absolutely freaking out. Because, again, this guy is a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer alive in front of us with plenty of years left. Vince, he's too old. He's 33 at the end of this month. November 29th is his birthday. I now know these things, okay? It's birthdays at the end of the month. He's going to be 34 next season. You know how old Aaron Rodgers is? He's like 39, 40. Yeah. Tom Brady's 44. Breeze played till he was 40. Like, he's going to be able to play for a while. It's not just his legs. He's incredibly accurate. So incredibly, you can invest in that. You can't find a more accurate quarterback no. probably. He's amazing. Especially deep. He's amazing. Well, we all know this. We all know yes. the surface level stuff. Yes, Russell Wilson's amazing. Yes, Vince, they're going to close the deal on what they should have done back in 2012 and on and on and on. But there's a lot of fucking teams that want Russell Wilson. Well, there's a yeah. lot of teams that want Russell Wilson. So I, I want to go through this with you. Sure, And then maybe we can poke a lot of these holes. Here is who I believe is in contention with Russell Wilson. I promise we'll get to the Chargers game eventually, but who who cares? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Falcons. Jets. Washington. The Packers. Browns. Texans. Panthers. 49ers. I don't see We'll it. cross them off the list. I, I don't, don't think that's it. Titans. Mm. Raiders. Steelers. Bears. Dolphins. Saints. And I get to that top one and I'm going, ooh, boy. Oh boy, you yeah. Well, so well, so, yeah. help me out here. Help let's, me out how how Russell Wilson ends up picking the Eagles. Let's let's talk about the Saints for a moment, especially right. Here's the thing with the Saints. Yeah, oh, Jameis Winston went down. He's I mean, he's good. He's not amazing. He's definitely not Russell Wilson. Could he go there? Maybe. Like the Saints have the picks, but here's the problem: they are fifty six million dollars over the cap. They're not savvy about the cap. They're, they're not the super restructure everything, move all this money around, zip, 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 zip bango, and like suddenly everything's good. Plus, you got to add another $35 million on top of that. They can't do it. The Saints can't afford it. They might have the picks. They can give up years worth of picks. That's fine. They can't afford him. They're going to stick mm. with Jameis. They're going to be better off going with Jameis next year. So that's that rules them out. For a lot of these teams, it's the willingness to be aggressive. Are the Bears going to give up on Justin Fields? Yes. Like, if they were, For Russell Wilson, if yes. If they were smart, if they were smart, are the Bears smart? 
No. Like, I don't. I think they're too scared to do it. Plus, geography is a factor in this. Is Carolina a better coaching staff? Yeah, they're not that good, but they're a better coaching staff than ours. Would that be a better place for Russell Wilson? Maybe, but they're not. Not the family. They're, but they're not by New York. <laughs> yeah. So what's he going to do? He's going to live in Charlotte? Is Sierra going to live in Charlotte? No. So you've got. Sierra would live in Miami and New Orleans would offer a spot in Miami for sure. Well, if you go get to here, well, because here's where I'll, I'll say the Saints aren't. It's not as just poo poo. It's like, I'm pretty sure you could find a way to make Russell Wilson work, even if that means getting rid of whatever. And on top of that, the Saints have an actually great defense, an actually great defense where we'll get him the ball back. So if you're saying all to make that defense happy, all you got to do is let Russell Wilson go do his thing. Is they'll, they'll basically be Drew Brees on steroids if Sean Payton's there with an amazing offensive line, an incredible running back, and incre- not just like oh that's nice, that's a nice running. Game. Oh yeah, the probably one of the best, if not the best, down there. They just got Mark Ingram to go back and do their thing as well. They, they can make that happen. And if I'm choosing between Nick Sirianni and or a new head coach, whichever one turns out. Or Sean Payton, an incredible offensive line. Michael Thomas willing to come back because I know I'm going to be there. Plus, the Saints tried to trade for Odell Beckham Jr. at some point during the offseason. And if LeBron's tweeting already, they will return to great. He will return to greatness. Can't wait to see it. Free OBJ the next day. He's not at practice anymore. They, they get him off of there. Russell Wilson, OBJ, and maybe even somebody else are doing an NBA super team thing here, and I think the Saints are absolutely their landing destination, and it's going to be incredibly hard to turn that down, Vince. The Saints aren't going to have the capital to fit all those guys and not shed the team. They're going to lose. You have to lose something to gain something, and that's going to be part of it. Also, this is the most important thing. Are there other places, other teams, when we get to that point? Say the Packers do move on from Aaron Rodgers. He goes elsewhere. Yeah. And they, that's would probably they going to happen. Yeah. That's definitely going to happen. It, what it, I it probably about? is. I don't know. They're letting him walk around without a vaccine. <laughs> they're, they're so scared of him Good going. Lord. So yeah. that's that's a whole mess. But could they trade Jordan Love to bring in Russell Wilson? Maybe. Like there, there are other destinations that could be more appealing for the coach for the roster, whatever it might be. But all that matters, and this is the most important thing, is that the Eagles are on the list. As long as he's saying, yes, I'm willing to go and play in Philadelphia, that's all that matters for the Russell Wilson conversation. He's either in or he's out with you. If he puts you on a place that he'll play, that's all that matters. He's sold already. He's in. Now, the main thing is, can you give a better package than any of those other teams? And unless the Jets, for example, who have all those first-round picks, or like... <laughs> well, to literally just go play in New York, you mean? Yeah, like like because the, they have three first-rounders, I believe. And I think the Giants do, too. So that's, that's the only, Ooh, that's the only that. thing. That's the only other thing I could think about is maybe the Giants, which makes me sick, and we're not going to get too deep into that. Well, in you could give, well, you could give away Zach Wilson right to Seattle, now that I'm thinking about it. Turn that around, plus, plus first-round picks. And Russell Wilson in return. OBJ goes to play in New York, except it's not for the Giants. It's for the Jets. That's been kind of floating around there, too. Like, what What I know No offensive line, though. Well, that's very true. Very true. He wants an offensive line. He's an older quarterback. He, he doesn't want to have to run for the rest of his life. The Eagles are an O-line factory. He wants that security. But does that matter? Uh, I don't know, man. He's already got a... He can. T- w- w- here's the thing. Russell Wilson, just like Tom Brady, can turn whatever city he's in yeah. into whatever the fuck team he wants it to be. So I th- I think that any one of these teams in which he lands on is an instant contender. It's it's just 
it's just true. Well, yeah, and, and we people are, want to play for him. Yes, and and that's the nice thing about the Eagles as well because you can sell the same way you're talking about this idea with the Saints. I don't think they can fit all those guys. And Michael Thomas wants out of there. Maybe it changes. All right, with let, Ross, me, let me throw another. Fine. Let me throw another one in there while we're talking about it. the sure. Steelers. Then what's to stop the Steelers from from getting in there and offering the same package? The Steelers, they're just not as flashy of a team. Like they're not. They're generally a conservative organization. the The fact that Ben is still there was conservative. They knew he was done last year, and they were still like, "Well, we don't want to quite do it yet." I mean, I just can't imagine that the Steelers are actually willing to part with three first-round picks. And again, it would be over the next three years. If I'm the Eagles and I'm trading with Seattle, you're getting three first-round picks right now. Right now. Mm -hmm. If you want two this year, okay, we want the Dolphins picking your pick in the first next year. Fine. No No, problem. No problem. You can go and take them. And you can go and do that that right now. So that's the thing. When you pile up all of it, are we on the list? Yes. Do we have the pieces as much as anybody else? Yes. But we have more immediate stuff as well and an offensive line. Everything lays out in a way where for Russell Wilson, this is a solid situation. And when you have enough cap space and the way how he moves money is is ridiculous. Like the Eagles had a year where they were like $50 million over the salary cap. It might have been last year. And he was just like, restructure, 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 restructure. Bam, we've got $30 million in cap space. The Saints don't do that. That's, that is not how they right. operated. So for the Eagles to already have cap space and bring in Russell Wilson and have an offensive line and have Devontae Smith and go, yes, uh, who do you want at wide receiver? Do you want Odell Beckham Jr.? There's a picture that somebody sent me <laughs> on Twitter. Thank you uh, for all the love on Twitter for this. But it was him and OBJ hanging out. Do they want OBJ? Maybe. If Russ wants him, go and get him. We'll sign him. Allen Robinson, you want him? We'll sign him. Godwin, Devontae Adams, like all those guys are going to be available. That, and that's where, yeah, because OBJ, by the way, and I know a lot of people are saying this, and and we'll get right back to Russell Wilson, but OBJ is like he's in the Antonio Brown of get me out of here stage. I can feel it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can feel it. And I don't I don't think LeBron's going to return to greatness, but the only way you can return to greatness is with a, a phenomenal quarterback. If you have the most accurate passer downfield in the history of the game? Question mark. He's one of them. He's uh, up there. And you put OBJ's speed next to that. I don't care how 31, 32, 33 for the next couple of years. He's still one of the best route runners in the league. And all you have to do is just go find him. And all Russ has to do is flick it up in the air and he'll go find it. Honestly, if you're the <laughs> Eagles right now, think about this. Odell, Odell Beckham Jr.'s value is not great. It sucks. He's yes, he's a malcontent. He hasn't been productive for the last but couple none of years. His, but none of his contract is guaranteed at all after well, this which, year. Which is the beautiful thing. So let's say he gets waived. Nobody claims him. They don't want to pay him all the money for right now. Fine. They won't. Yeah. Eagles can go and get him. They could sign him right now. You could sign him for a low risk three year deal. Give him guaranteed mm-hmm. money. You could get Odell Beckham Jr. and Allen Robinson, Chris Godwin, Devontae Adams, uh, Michael <laughs> Thomas. Like you have enough that they can do anything. And that's part of the sell to Russell Wilson. It's not just hey, live by New York. Your wife is happy and building her career, continuing all of that. You have an offensive line. We totally believe in you because they they do. Like, they've wanted him forever. They've regretted this forever. So they're going to give him all the love that they possibly can. So you trade all of those things. You give him all the receivers that he wants, and suddenly everything is better, right? Like, it's not just the offense, but the defense is better. And I think that's really important, too. Russell Wilson elevates the whole team, and I think on some level he's going to know. And if I'm Howie Roseman and I'm Jeffrey Lurie, I'm selling him on the idea that this defense is explicitly built to play downhill. Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, if Brandon Graham is back, whatever you get from him, certainly not Ryan Kerrigan, but Josh Sweat uh, and the corners, like everything you have is built. Have a lead, attack the quarterback, be super aggressive, force tur- more turnovers, and go from a like 14-point lead well, into a 28-point And you also in, get, in Darius, you get Darius Slay for another year, too, if Russell Wilson's here. Yeah. 
So you can you can probably advertise that. All right. Well, two, and real quickly, what do you think? 215-509-5833. Out of all these teams that I just mentioned and trying to poke holes in why Russell Wilson won't come here, I actually can't find a great one from what Vince is saying that they won't have, that they're not either one or two on the list in terms of just competing with the Saints. And you can probably get around that because the Eagles are going to have more value after you went through that. The one thing that keeps coming up in my mind here is, is this. Yeah. One, Vince is convinced it's Russell Wilson and nobody else. Yes. I believe it could be anyone in the QB carousel, and that's what they're waiting for. Let me t- let me let me throw one scenario that I love about Russell Wilson, and then one scenario that kind of scares me a little bit. Okay, okay. So, wild card team for me and Russell Wilson is the Raiders. Obvious reasons for a bunch. Of, yeah. So, in its old regime, Gruden isn't there. I don't know how many people actually like Derek Carr. I don't, but. His contract is pretty valuable for a starting quarterback as it is right now. Totally. I actually think he's probably the biggest fish if he becomes available somehow or people want to trade for him. I think Derek Carr being a Philadelphia Eagle is very possible if Russell Wilson lands there and it meets the requirements for a big enough town. Maybe you can get residency. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you could. You know? You can play. You can. You can. You might convince the Yankees to have a couple of Las Vegas spring training games in which you attend and you show up to, so you don't have to go to New York. I mean, you're going to have a lot of flights to come in and out. Las Vegas will roll out the red carpet for Russell Wilson. You will be an absolute star, and they will pay top dollar because that's what Vegas does, just to get it get it in there. I mean, they're doing it with the Vegas Knights. They're doing it with everyone else, and. By the way, speaking of uh, the one, uh, the one great Brian uh, McKeon, uh, uh, did I say that right? Yeah, McKeon. Yes. <laughs> sorry, sorry, bud. I feel like I'm going to say his last name wrong, just like I do everybody yeah, else. You're still at uh, 23 and a half, I think. Uh, yeah, but Vegas sports is working very well, <laughs> <laughs> thanks to I think a lot of the decisions that made in L.A. I think there is a more than big chance that Russell Wilson ends up with the Raiders, is satisfied with whatever they do. Unless I'm t- completely wrong about what their pick situation well, and, is, and that's the thing. It's again, like the the biggest value is as long as you're on the list, yeah. And you're on Russell's list, and let's say they all are fine. But what's more appealing to the Seahawks? That's it, because for us, it's all the same. He's happy to go to all those places. He might like some places yeah, better right. than others, but he likes all those places. All you need to do is sell Seattle, and Howie can sell Seattle. I see. I don't think that's strong enough. I hope you're right, but I don't think that's strong enough because Russ is going to. Russ has the ultimate power here still. If he wants it. But again, if we're on the list, that's the power. Deshaun Watson didn't want to be here. You're out of the running. It is what it is. For Wilson, it is no trade. If he's willing to trade, he's willing to trade. You're in or you're out. Well, what's a better story for the NFL is what I keep coming back to. I'm going to, here's where I'll throw the tin for you. Okay. Uh, now, I like it so much normally, and now it makes me very <laughs> mad. Now I'm very mad at you. I mean, the NFL has to determine what is going to best cover its ass for where Russell Wilson goes for where Aaron Rodgers ends up going, for where I still, until I'm convinced Derek Carr is not going to be a Raider no matter what. So I think he's on the move and a bunch of other places. I think they want Russell Wilson to end up in a place that is a large market and it is either two choices of New York, L.A., 
Vegas is close enough to the LA market, so they might accept that. Philly's close to that. As it, a football market, I mean, we're, yes, we're one of the biggest. It's close in the enough. You have so to do I it. I think they would accept that, but it's it's not it's not going to happen in the middle. I'm convinced of that. Well, it's not going to happen in the middle, but I think they're going to force this hand. Luckily, yeah, it's not the NBA either, where it's like, <laughs> oh, you go to Memphis and you disappear, like poor John Morant. But mm. for Russell Wilson, yeah, like he's an NFL superstar quarterback. They're going to feature him in primetime games just because he exists. You know, it doesn't matter where he is. He's going to get that primetime feature. For him to be an eagle, you, I mean, my God. Would it, would it so be? Games. I mean, I don't think Russell Wilson would ever, ever do this. Why not? But I'm, I'm sorry for my next thing. Okay. <laughs> But, like, if the Texans need severe PR help. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. Doesn't land there no. once, right? Doesn't no. even think about touching it? No. He might He might not even be willing to fly over it on his way to Philadelphia. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he would, I, I think he just dodges the airspace that is Houston. No way. 215-509-5833. Send us a text if I'm, I'm again, I'm having a hard time poking holes in this, especially since Mort and, and Adam are on top of all this. Like they That's the thing. But they are, leave no doubt about this. They are not drafting a quarterback next year. No. They are not drafting a quarterback next year. They are not drafting a quarterback in the first round, sorry, next year. They're not gonna do it. No. There's no way. There's no way. With, with all no these way. veterans around, there's no way. There's no way. And that's the right play. They were waiting for this. They knew that's that's ultimately why I think they knew it's not going to really cost them much by losing Carson Wentz because well we're all kind of seeing it. And by the way, shout out to shout out to the entire city of Indianapolis for now getting a little ooh. I don't know about this guy. Yeah. Oh, oh. a lot of people have been pointing it out this week, but it's been fantastic to see like Eagles conversations going on in Indianapolis. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, guys. It's not all Carson's fault, but it's the same Carson. Anyway, I they are they are a thousand percent out on on having a rookie, a second year starter, or anybody like that run their franchise next year. Yeah, they're they're not going to do it. They don't want it. They were in on Watson for a reason. That was the first guy that was actually available. So they poked around. They didn't get it. So now it is Rodgers. Now it is primarily Russell Wilson because he's younger and you do have more of a Oof. window. Now let's talk about this as well because some of the arguments are going to be like, oh well, I don't know, Vince. I don't want to give up the picks. Let me say this <laughs> right because oh, yeah. drafting young guys and developing all those guys. If you are one of these people, and I ask you this incredibly seriously if you're one of those people that regularly says oh it doesn't matter how he's going to blow the pick then get on board here you are right here this is it would you rather have howie roseman make three first round picks if you don't believe in him at all or would you rather trade those picks and get russell wilson right now by the way you'll have your first round pick next year the year after that you're going to have all the other picks in this draft they've got 11 picks in this draft they can trade their three first rounders this year still have eight picks you got eight picks. You can trade for whatever the hell else you want. Who cares? Like, it's fine. So if you don't believe in Howie the drafter, that's all the more reason that you go and do this. To John's point about drafting a quarterback, they had Justin Fields staring them in right the face. There. And they took Devontae Smith instead. So for quarterback factory that it is and adding Gardner Minshew and all that stuff and, and also going back to draft day because that same draft day, what's happening? It's the Aaron Rodgers news breaking, right? Right? It's the Russell Wilson stuff has already been going on. You know, the Watson stuff is already going on. So they're making these moves on game day or on draft day. And it's like, well, 
yeah, maybe these guys are available in a year. I mean, this is Howie Roseman. This is the guy that's like, yeah, five years ago, we were, you know, we were planning about the dream team and we already put this team together. Like, they spent five years planning for the dream team. Did it blow up? Yes, it Hell did. Yeah, it did. It did. There's no doubt. But being super aggressive, finding those top of the line guys, because they signed like seven pro bowlers that year. Like, that was the goal. It was like, let's get all these super elite guys. Let's sign them all at the same time and go for it. This is a better version of that you're getting Russell Wilson again Devontae Adams or Allen Robinson or Chris Godwin or OBJ or Michael Thomas or some combination of two of them and you go for it like it's a thick ass free agency everybody it's thick as shit it's with it with with wide with offense anyway think about how many wide receivers there are in the league that are just available that are good like Mm -hmm. wide receivers ridiculously deep across the league in general you could go sign sterling Shepard and his hamstrings and be fine sure (laughs) you know what i mean like just find a guy even the well even the (laughs) the one-year contracts are, are are not good for uh for Eagles wide receivers on uh, on free agency. No, generally Howie, Howie rough. Not, it's but been if you're rough adding too. somebody, yeah, you go and get that top line guy. Like he knows what Alshon Jeffrey was worth. That's that's why he went and got him. So he got Alshon Jeffrey. You get him with Russell Wilson now, and you get well, you get a guy like that with Russell Wilson now, and you go and you win the Super Bowl, and you should be ready for this. All right, I got a lot of thoughts on Russell Wilson still, of course, but first. Brought to you by Liquid Death. We like to do every week a little Eagles history, and we do that with Jeremy Dove and Jose Ruiz from Bigger Than the Game. And, uh, fellas, what do we have this week? What's going on, Vince? Vince, what's up, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We're taking it back to 2005 when they were the San Diego Chargers, and they were coming into Lincoln Financial Field for a really big game, Jose. Yeah, and coming in not only for a big game, but with history behind them. You got LT coming into the game, tying Lenny Moore for 18 consecutive games with a touchdown. He wanted to come in Philly and break that record, make it, a ninth, make it a 19th straight week, but the Eagles shut him down. Keep him from, they kept him from the seven yards on 17 carries, which is his career low. Wow. So, okay, because that's LaDainian Tomlinson in 2005. Right. We're yeah. talking about, like, one of the greatest running backs ever in the middle of a hot streak that's historic, and the right. Eagles get him on a career low. Wow. Unbelievable. And also in this game, Vince, you know, a lot of bizarre things happen, especially late in the game. First, there's this really crazy that I don't think is really ever answered for. Right. But this alarm sound is going off in the fourth quarter that you can hear throughout the stadium. If you're watching at home throughout the broadcast and you see players are confused and it goes on for minutes and minutes on end. Yeah, everybody's looking around. Yeah. So is it just like a like, it's like yeah, and it just keeps going. Yeah, it keeps going on and on, and everyone doesn't. No one knows, and they can't turn it off. And honestly, the game is tied at the end. And Nate Kading, blast from the past. Nate Kading's going on to kick a forty-yard field goal to win the game, and Quentin Michael blocks the kick, and Matt Ware picks it up and returns it for a game-winning touchdown. Crazy play, man. And and I remember that play. I remember Matt Ware and the shock and like jumping up from my seat and oh my god as he's running down the field. I don't remember the siren. You guys got to look that up. Yeah. The siren. I got to look that up. I'm going to go and look up that play. So I'm going to do that right after the show. But for now, uh, before we get you guys out of here, obviously with Bigger Than the Game, what was your episode this week, guys? Well, we looked at, you know, it's November Thanksgiving, right, Jose? Turkey time. So there's right. really one infamous game that you could that you think of when you think of Thanksgiving football. And that's that 93 Miami at Dallas, Leon Lett game. Yeah, we definitely dive into that game. We dive into the 93 Cowboys. We talk about the 93 Dolphins a little bit, but the more important story here is that Leon Lett play and that Leon Lett career. 
check us out. We take we take a deep dive into that season. Let us know what you think. All right. Well, there you go. So that's Jeremy Dove and Jose Ruiz from Bigger Than the Game. Peace. Peace. We were supposed to uh, hook up with uh, with Mike from uh, Liquid Death. He's uh, our, their wonderful CEO because I really wanted to get his perspective on this. The timing just didn't work out today. So he's going to be with us next Thursday. Uh, but it's on the same wavelength that we have been for months and says the same thing, basically. Sent me an email today saying, hey, you know, they are, and this is the last line of his email, they are 1,000% getting another quarterback next year, and it's not going to be in the draft. And they are just doing this this high-flying, pass-heavy offense with, they, they want to be the Chiefs. You know, like, they, it's clear. They want to be that attack mode. They want to do that air raid stuff. They want the Cardinals. They want this. They want that. And yes, and, I, and I've got plenty of thoughts on this. Uh, but but uh, especially OB, OBJ is just the just the iceberg here, uh, tip of the iceberg. Uh, and um, the the tip of the iceberg with us has always been that was a really shitty transition. But it's water. <laughs> it's a water related transition, John. <laughs> that was the worst transition in the history of the history of podcasting. But uh, <laughs> but aside from the worst transition on the history of Earth, this is the best mountain water you can possibly buy right now. For a bunch of different reasons. One, it's not in a stupid plastic bottle, which ruins the environment. Over and over. You know how many plastic bottles are buried next to Jimmy Hoffa at this point? It's disgusting. <laughs> it is disgusting. Like, I can't I can't even tell you how much I hate plastic and liquid death's total mantra of death to plastic, murdering your thirst, and yep. making a 16.9 ounce aluminum can, which looks like you're drinking a beer, a, an energy drink. Just it's, it's fun to have something in the water department where you're going to the store and just being like, oh, there is a really cool can that is going to satisfy me more than those stupid ass 20 ounce plastic water bottles, which are shit water out of mom and dad's bathtub in pittsburgh and just <laughs> filtered through and just like yeah we're a soda company and keep keep buying keep buying keep producing they are an independent company from philadelphia that just flew their way out to la and said we can make water cool and protect the environment and everyone needs water and yes don't don't replace this with your tap that's not what i'm asking you to do what i'm asking you to do is replace this with the plastic water bottles that you go and buy or put in your fridge or load up 36 of them go to liquiddeath.com/bell you get free shipping it it is fits better in your fridge than those plastic water bottles anyway and you get a much better product and I mean, there's a flaming skull on this. Do I have to keep saying it? It is the most metally punk rocky, badass type of feel uh, that that you can find. I choose to give my uh, money to them, and in turn, they are choosing to give their money to us to support this podcast. And we always say that is the best way to go and support the show. Click on the link in the description, or just go to liquiddeath.com/bell. Yeah, and uh, more importantly. Mike is on the Russell Wilson train. Is yes! what it sounds like. So Hello. Yes. <laughs> yes. A Philly guy who loves the birds, who believes just like you and Vince and I do that Russell Wilson really is going to be a fucking eagle. He's going to be an eagle. He's going to be an eagle. And and let me do this too because <laughs> I w- I want to get through the the last sticking point that people might have in their heads. Uh-huh. Yes. Because people are going to be like, well, Vince, what about Nick Sirianni? Who? First off, who? Uh, because well, that's when, a big sticking point. No, but, yeah. because here here's the thing. 
there's a lot of ways you can work around Nick Sirianni, which is look at the way the NFL has moved over the last couple of years. When Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford just got dealt, they didn't wait till the start of the league year. No, that was no. in place for months. Of course, like, the league has changed now. They're just like, yeah, we're just going to broker the deal whenever, whenever it's official, it's official. But we all know. So if this season's over, Seattle doesn't make the playoffs. Eagles don't make the playoffs. Season ends. You get Russell Wilson. Agreements made. He goes, yeah, this is fine, but I don't want Sirianni. I want a different guy in here. They'll go, yep. No problem. I mean, are you telling me, like, do you honestly believe in a world where Russell Wilson is on the doorstep and he's saying, I'm all yours, Howie. All you got to do is fire Nick Sirianni that Howie's going to go, you know, I can't do that. Like, of course he is. Of He will fire <laughs> Nick Sirianni so fast. It's ridiculous. Vince Quinn, I'll do you one better. I bet you'll be on this train in two seconds. And, be- and guess what? I bet you will be too because you didn't think about this. Okay. Because it was from a couple of weeks ago. You remember when everybody was going, hmm, that's really weird. Anybody look at Jalen Hurts' passing chart? And you're just looking at it and you're going like, that's nobody in the fucking world passes like this. There's no middle of field throws. Everything's deep shots down the side or quick screens out to the right. Did I just do Don Duck squeens? Quick squeens. Quick squeens. Quick screen. I did it again. <laughs> quick screens. There you go. To the left and right. Nothing in the middle. And everybody just goes, who's that look like? There's nobody that. Oh, the only guy in the world in the NFL that throws like that and is very successful at doing so is Russell Wilson. So is Nick Sirianni really that bad of a coach for Russell Wilson if the design of the offense is literally for him? Just saying. Oh, so and and all of those throws that has been a constant criticism of that's a routine throw. Oh my God, they're open. Oh my God, they're open. If they're open for a second year quarterback, what are they open for Russell Wilson? Yeah. The tightest window thrower I've ever seen play. Who 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 like pinpoint so I'm not I'm not on it's a definite. Vince is on a definite. I'm just saying there's a lot of smoke here. An incredible amount of smoke. And I can't believe, are am, are we too hyped up about this? No. Are we missing something? 215, 509, Vince has gotten me there. I'm there. <laughs> I'm there that they, can't, that they are in. Yeah. Well, to be honest, Schefter and Morty did first. But now Vince has dragged I've been, me. I've been working over on to for a this while. side. Vince has been working. Yeah, it's just all kind of like fitting in that the moment you get a huge nugget of information like this, and you're just going, okay, okay. Yeah. Look. So let's just see. And after going through it, this list with you, it's, I'm just saying, they got a shot. They have more than every a hunter's chance here. They have every opportunity, and how he wants this and, so bad. And OBJ is coming here too. And from what I, do you remember what, do you remember? What was said about OBJ in this organization when Chip Kelly was here? Wait. There was, this was the biggest infight in the world between, I think it was, what was it, 15, right? It was the yeah. end of Chip. It was the last draft. He wanted OBJ. Whatever that draft was. I might be a year, I might be a year off. It might have been the year before. Oh, it was. It was. Because I believe this is what convinced Jeffrey Laurie to go kick Howie to the broom closet and have Chip take over for a year. Chip said out loud, I wanted OBJ. 
and was willing to go up and get him and basically saying it without saying Howie Roseman was not. I know Howie's a petty man. Would he wait this long to say fuck you to Chip? And I think so, too. To get Russell Wilson, OBJ says, I always wanted him to. So that was the last thing I thought. Oh, my God. That would be so funny. <laughs> that would be so funny. It's ridiculous. But do, do, I, do I'll ask you this real quick. Do you think they're a package deal? I do. I think they're together, and that's what this is. There's too many links. Well, again, it, it like you can work them as a package deal, and you can still add another top-of-the-line guy on top of it. I mean, it's yeah, why not? If they're a package deal, why not? And if you get them now, all the easier to bring Russ in. Mm. That's going to be tough. You know who has, you know who has it tougher? Is, is Jalen Hurts. <laughs> you know, it's, this is... We're, we're talking about all this, and, uh, and you know, this Chargers game is going to signify a lot of different things. Uh, we have said all week um, from post game to now to kind of leading up to this that, you know, we just we feel like there has to be one thing that this team believes in. There's got to be an identity of some sort for us to kind of get on board here. The Lions were what the Lions were. And now everybody is looking at the Chargers and they're looking at this isn't going to happen. And we're sitting here this entire podcast, Jalen Hurts, and we are talking about another quarterback so jacked up to get. We're not even thinking about you at all. And I'm not saying this to be mean, but now you know exactly, exactly what is in front of you and what's in front of you is one of the biggest tasks in the world you right now my friend have got to do two things you've got to beat the chargers and you have got to start this run because it's not gardner Minshew who's going to take this job man it is russell fucking wilson and you have got to take all of that shit that everyone has told you since you've been here that's just told you you can't fucking throw that you can't lead that you're not talented enough and that you are not good enough to be here you have got to take every ounce of criticism maybe even take it off of that left shoulder or right shoulder of yours and put it into this season make us go on a run baby i am still with you i am still here saying fucking take everything into that final blow everything you've got and give us haymakers after haymakers and haymakers and make us believe again go beat the chargers then go beat the saints and that's all you gotta do chargers saints get us back on board get us to their jail and i know you fucking can i know I feel it, because every time the doubt creeps in, you keep proving us wrong. Get in there, first 30, Chargers 28, go Birds!